On this episode of the Penguin Stuff Podcast, we talk about who is our season MVP, predictions on the round robins in the East and West, and what our fondest regular season moment was. We'll talk about the playoffs and the possibility of Pittsburgh being one of the hubs for the playoffs and much, much more on episode 24 of Penguin Stuff. Welcome back to Penguin Stuff. I'm Andrew. I'm Jim. And I'm Emmy. And today we are going to be talking about a lot of junk that will be fun and will make yeah. humor. So hopefully so you won't die and while leave. listening to it. You won't just turn us <laughs> off because... Okay. So uh, Pittsburgh is on the list of possible teams or possible cities to host the teams, uh, either the Eastern or Western Conference, uh, in their city. Now, here is the question that I have for you. Uh, we have, um, do you think that Pittsburgh would be a place that would be able to host 12 teams in their city? Because they would also be doing the round robins in Pittsburgh as well, um, in the East or the West. So it would either, you know, either, or, uh, it was still, it still equate to 12, 12 teams. Um, if you had to look at that list. Where do you th- where do you think those two teams would fall? I would assume that one team is going to be in the east and one or one city is going to be in the east and one in the west. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm thinking. Looking at the list, I feel like the two most sensible would be Chicago and Columbus. Very close in proximity. Considering it's not like I mean Las Vegas. If they did Las Vegas and like Pittsburgh, the travel between the two cities would be crazy. You could drive easily to Chicago and Columbus. You wouldn't have to fly. The only, the only, the only hiccup in your logic is that the two, all of the Eastern teams would be in one city. Yes. Columbus. So you wouldn't have the travel until the Stanley Cup final. That's true. Because they would all still be in the same so, city. I feel so like if, you would want to go with the cities that have the most capacity to hold that many people, like fans. And I don't know if fans are allowed to come. Have they figured that out yet? No, they haven't yet. But, but like, I as assume, far as... I'm assuming that there probably won't be any fans in the stands. All right. But, like, even, even like, as far as teams and, like, managers and, like, the equipment guys and all of the, Essential all of personnel, the staff right. for 12 teams, that's a lot of people. You're going to have to be people. looking at, like, bigger cities. Like, there are some cities on uh, there. But I don't think it would be any bigger than fans coming. So if you cut out the fans, you just add 10 more staff. That's true. It's about the same, if not less. So any of these cities would work. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That's true. I understand what you're saying, Abby, but I also, I think I agree. No, I didn't. I didn't. I was thinking the same way, but I didn't think about I it. I think I, I agree nah. with Andrew here in that uh, the size of the city at this point, the, the one thing that's going to matter most i think in this in this uh situation is the availability of like rooms Mm -hmm. like you're going to have to have teams like maybe two teams you're not going to be able to put all 12 teams in in one hotel right you're going to need to you know space them out so they're not on top of each other uh there's the whole you know we're still dealing with the coronavirus stuff um Mm -hmm. I guess I guess as I look at those, uh, I don't know if Canada Canadian cities are going to be a viable option just because 
and again, if you're a fan of a Canadian team or a fan of a, of, a, of Canada, um, I don't mean to, to disrespect your country, uh, but the way the Canadian government works, I don't think that, that they're going to be overly excited and welcoming a bunch of people into one place um, before an American city. Hmm. So I, I'm looking at that list. I think... I think that the I think that the two cities that that I would like to see if, if I'm saying I would like to see these two cities I'd like to see Pittsburgh get it I'd like to see Dallas get it yeah I was thinking the same thing just because I really like Texas in general but also like I feel like Dallas I don't know I just feel like it's a good location right I think Vegas would be a good spot just because of the number of hotels and places that right. to keep people mm -hmm. would be a, would be a good option because their arena is right there on the strip it wouldn't be very hard to get people to and from the arena plus um vegas nevada those areas have been softer hit by the coronavirus so it's, right. it's not as big of a hotbed of those types of of right. activity so i think for the west vegas or dallas I think in the East, it would probably either be Pittsburgh. I have no idea. Other, th other Well, than if Pittsburgh. you look at it, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Columbus, and Columbus are the only three Western team, Eastern, Eastern teams. Eastern, Eastern cities. So I don't think Minneapolis will get it just because of the unrest right now. I'd be stupid to send in that would, yeah, it would be teams. quite well, unwise. So I think that one's off. I agree with you, Canadian, Canadian. Canadian. Canadian teams probably won't get it just because it's... Canada. <laughs> no offense, Canada. We love you. But we love you. But their government works. We love you. Their government works in a different way than American government. Definitely. So you'd have to figure out relations between both, unless you're going to both do Toronto and either Edmonton. And, and I Hoover. read. Right. I, I mean, if you have if both, if you have both cities in, in and if Canada, it's, and if it's then easier, that'd be a different if thing. it's easier to get fans in Canada, that might be to open that might be too. too. Right. That would be more revenue. Right. For the team. Right. Yeah. So, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how yeah. this all plays all out. speculation. We're looking timeline-wise, we're, we're looking at, the uh, from last that I read, is they're looking to open training camps by the 10th of July. So that's a month, uh, a little a little less than a month from now. Uh, they're looking to open the training camps, which will probably last for two weeks. And then um, the uh, then the playoffs will begin. So we're looking at the end of July for the playoffs to, to start, and uh, it should be fun. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see how that all plays out. And keep you updated. Well, we'll keep you updated. Mm -hmm. Check our blog out at penguinsofficial.home.blog. And if you have questions that you'd like to ask, you can do that at penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com, or you can check us out on... Instagram, Instagram and Facebook at Penguin Stuff Official. Yes, sir. All right. We are moving on to our picks for the most valuable player of the year on the team. Jim, you want me to start? You'll start. Go. Okay. I went back and forth on this uh, a number of different ways. Why are you laughing at me? No, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at me because I haven't really thought about this. But it's okay. Okay. I've thought about this a number of different ways. Uh, and honestly, I think that if, 
this team experienced so much this year by way of injuries, by way of ups and downs, highs and lows. Guys got hot. Um, guys got cold. Guys were struggling, and then they they came back. Um, I think the most consistent player this year uh, was Evgeny Malkin. I think he was uh, the most consistent of, of all the players. Uh, he was very rarely injured. I think he only missed a couple of games. He missed 12 games. He missed 12 games. Um, and uh, in the games that he was gone, uh, yeah, but when he came back, he was very good and um, was consistent throughout the year. Uh, however, I think that the most, I think that the most valuable player on this team this year, for my taste, was Brian Rust. Brian, <laughs> audible gasp from Abby. My still mine. The reason, the reason I think so is because I think this guy had. Uh, one of the best years of his career. And granted, it's only been, I mean, he came into the league in 2015, 2016. Um, but I think this... That's, that's wrong. He came in the year before. Up and down out of Wilkes-Barre. Okay, but, but he was a consistent first, yes, player yes, yes. for the first year, 15, 16. And, and it actually um, was a big part of our... Cup runs, cup yes, runs. absolutely. But so, this, is uh, this I think, has been his, his best year scoring-wise. It's been his best year... Um, just getting to the right place at the right time. Um, he played some stellar defense uh, when the team played defense, which wasn't a whole lot. But um, this, I think Brian Rust gets my team MVP for 2019-2020. All right, let's start. Abby. Okay, well, I was going to say Brian Rust, but I had a couple that I was thinking about. But So I will not say Brian Rust. Baby Dumlin. Dad stole it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, or Alex Latang. He's my favorite. Okay. Nice. Anyways. Favorite. Anyways, so I was thinking, um, along the lines of like several different people, but um, I don't, I don't honestly remember a lot of the regular season. It was so long ago, and my memory is trash. But from like the, the little things that I do remember. I remember, um, I remember <laughs> a lot of times when we were watching the games this year, I remember watching a certain someone who is a tiny beast get knocked down again and again and again and get right back up and knock those big, big guys right on their butts. So I'm going to say my MVP for 2019-2020, Brandon Tanev. Because, like, ever since he joined the team, he's so fun to watch on the ice. And, like, he brings so much to the team. Like, speed and energy and just, I don't know. He's just super Grit. fun to watch. Yes. And he's just, like, he's tiny. He's this tiny little guy. But he, like, he went I think I saw him check Charo one time. Like, Quite what possibly. the heck? That is actually very accurate. He's just like, a teeny little guy. Yeah. And it's, like, it's my favorite. I just, I love to watch him. And I feel like he brings so much to the team, like, speed, energy. Like, he's brought that since he came. And so, yeah, my MVP for 2019-2020 is Brandon Tanner. I like that. I like that pick. I, I... I will say this once again. I've said it many times on this podcast, and you guys you say it about every episode. No, so. I don't. Oh, Whenever yeah, we talk episode. about Brandon Tanev, which I do. is pretty often, actually. 
I think he's a queen. When when this team acquired Brandon Tanev and gave him the contract that they did, my first reaction was, "What in the world are we doing giving Brandon Tanev that kind of money?" A third line, fourth line forward. I was not happy. I was not happy with the kind it, of money that we were getting. Is it, it was, six million a year or six million over six years? No, it's it's because I know it's a six year contract. I, is it a six-year contract or is sure. it a three-year con? I think it was like three year, three million a year. So I think it was like a two-year or three-year contract huh. for three million a year. Anyway, oh, anyway, sorry. Um, I wasn't happy with the contract, but I'm get I'm more happy with the contract after what I've seen out of this guy. And I agree with you. Just his his willingness to go into those hard places mm-hmm. to take on the big guys and and yeah. Deck him in the face if 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 you need to. I mean, I just I love yeah. that. That's something this team has been missing mm. since we got rid of Ryan Reeves mm. and Ian Cole. Yes, Ian Cole was that way too. I yeah. just Except- I remember watching a game one time and he just got cross checked like almost in the neck I think in the back of the neck and he fell flat on his face and like in an instant he was back up on his feet and he skated he down great- and I'm pretty sure he might have gotten an assist. He but has I great- might be wrong great like edges or whatnot where he can like get pushed off he's like doing the splits he spins around and stands right back up it's amazing here's here's what i'm here's what i'm hoping to see in the playoffs i want to see brandon tanev and tom wilson go ah that would be so great i want to see him put tom wilson on his butt i would love that but i just think tom wilson would demolish him him. i'm sorry there's no one on our team at this moment except maybe petterson who could take on yeah. Tom Wilson? That's my opinion. Okay. Well, so anyway. it'll be fun to see. Anyway, anyway okay, my so own. Brian Rust, Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Tanev, Andrew. I think I know who your MVP is going to be. Right, guess, but I'm, guess, no, guess, no, no, I'm not going to guess because okay. then you'll change it. He told me. Uh, yeah. So. Actually, I I, I have two. I actually, there, there are two guys who are tied for my MVP of this season. Does he have right? No. 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 All right. Okay. He just predicted that you were going to say Malkin. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wait, did you think I was going to say Malkin? Yeah. Okay. If we're being real here, Malkin wins the comeback award of the year. Absolutely. Last Malkin year, wins. He was Rookie rough. of the year, John Marino. Oh yeah. Goaltender of the year, it's tough. It Tristan is tough. Tristan memory. Win it. Duel. I'm not going to give it to anyone you think should win the MVP. All right. I'm giving it to two guys who two. do do what need to be done. Who do what need to be done. And it doesn't show up on a score sheet. You probably already know one of them. I'm giving it to Dominic Simone and Zach Essendries. Both of these guys are defensive-minded forwards. And I love it. I agree with that. Their plus-minus is some of the best on the team. Mm -hmm. I'm dead serious. And they are great, great energizer bunnies. Oh, yeah. When they're on the... (laughs) When they're on... No, it's it's statistic. When those two Mm -hmm. guys are on the ice, we score more than we give up more goals. Mm Mm-hmm. When when it's on, when Dominic Simone is on a line, the 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 percentage of a chance of scoring for the line goes up by like twenty percent. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen those stats. It's insane. So Dominic Simone gets that because of that, and Zach Esnerys is just kick butt in my opinion. I love watching Zach Esnerys a lot, like Brandon Tanner. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's bulkier. He doesn't move as fast. Right. But he lays some down down some huge hits, and I love it. Cool. And he has and a big nose. the team needs. <laughs> He does. And he has some, a beautiful big Some nose. great beard. He does, some great facial actually. Hair. He does. Isn't it Zach Aston Reese who kind of looks like that guy from Parks and Rec? The accountant dude. Ben what? Yeah. 
never thought about it, but he does a little bit. Not really. You don't Maybe think a so? little bit. No, I don't he think doesn't. Okay. He, he, it's the eyes, I think, but that's about it. Czar is a queen, though. We love him. But no, I agree with you. I think I think Malkin had the best comeback here. Right. Um, best defenseman he was, was hands down. Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. You think so? No, I'm joking. John Marino either, was pretty fire. Either Petey or Marino. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't get people who said Mark, Marcus Pedersen it was trash this year. No. I don't know if they're watching I don't the know wrong what Pedersen they're watching. or the um, wrong team. Maybe in maybe they're QHL confusing, team. Maybe they're confusing 28 with 58 because... Could be. Chris Letang had a... He had a horrible season. Horrific That's season. That's true. He did pretty I mean, he was an MVP, how he was, yes. How he was an all-star? How he was a captain of the all-star. I and he put up points. Don't know. But he didn't do anything defensively, in which my is opinion. Which is the point of a defenseman. Yeah. Uh, okay. Honestly, we probably shouldn't have had any all-stars. Except maybe Gensel and Malkin. Malkin got gypped. He did. And Gensel got gypped. Well, Gensi will be back next year. Was Gensi injured? Gensi was injured. Oh, no, he Gensi, did make it. He, he, he did make he, it. He, he was. Yeah, but him then, and Crosby then he got were both injured. Crosby wasn't on the team, though. Because no, he got injured he like got 12 injured. games yeah. in and was out for like an astronomical amount of time. Okay, let's go to a break. And we'll be back in just a moment. Penguin Stuff is brought to you by nobody right now. Uh, we would love to have you join us and be a part of our sponsorship. You can sponsor the whole prod. Po- you can sponsor the whole podcast or a segment of the podcast. And what we would do is we would just tell people about your product, about your service, about you, whatever it is you want to do. And all you got to do is hit us up at our email account, which is penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at Penguin Stuff Official. So give us a chance and sponsor our dance. Welcome back from the break. And now we are going to talk about the conference round robin games. What we decide, uh, what we think is going to happen in the round robin games. So score, winner, whatnot, and who's going to take the one, two, three, four seeds in each conference? Okay, so let's just. By the way, I'm going to be making these scores up on the spot because I forgot we were doing those. Okay, so let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about how this is all going to play out. So for the playoffs this year, the uh, the point system for predictions is going to be at least for the round robin games is going to be similar to what we did Andrew and I did in the regular season so if we get the prediction of which team will win correct we get two points for that prediction if we guess the correct score we get a bonus point to go with that if we don't guess the right team but we guess the right score do we get a point no Okay, I didn't think so. How ridiculous is that? That would be the dumbest thing that ever. Would be fun. My Lanta. Your face is the most ridiculous thing ever. Okay. Your okay. mom is the most ridiculous thing ever. Okay. Stop, 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 stop. Okay, so the round robin games, once we're done, there's a total of 12 games for a possibility of 36 total points. So if you get 36, if you get them all right, 
36 total points for your prediction you might as well score. Just give me 36 points right now. Through the playoffs. So, and as we said before, in the play-in round and then in the four rounds up to the Stanley Cup Finals, we are going to predict the winners of each round, round by round, and then we get the number of points for the seed that we choose if they are correct. So, for example, uh, I have picked Calgary to be, win in the play-in round. If they actually win... I get eight points. I said they'd win in four. If they do win in four, I get 16 points. Uh, just FYI, the Calgary Flames are not going to beat the Winnipeg Jets in four Fine. games. Fine. No, okay. because Mark Scheifele is amazing. All right. Because Dustin Bufflin's going to come back and sucker punch. Heck yeah. Dustin Matthew Bufflin's Kachuk a queen. in the balls. Whoa. Um, hate to say it, but Dustin Bufflin's done with Winnipeg, but that's just... I know. He's going Pittsburgh next year. It's true. Okay. We need more so, diversity. Like Wheeler. Let's talk about... Wheeler. These games. All right, so let's go to the East first because I want to get this done. I hate the East so much. Eastern Conference games. All All right, let's start with Boston versus Tampa. Abby, who you got? I got Boston as much as it burns my soul to say it. But I think Boston, I mean, they seeded higher than Tampa for one. But I also think that they're just more aggressive than Tampa. And the score? No, just like in playing, I feel like they're more. What's the score going to be? Oh, and the score. I thought you said in the score. No. Sorry. The score would be 3 1. Sorry, forgive me. 3 1. It is okay. 3 1. Okay. All right, I have Tampa Bay. Just because, yes, we can in, pray. in a best of seven, Boston has the upper hand all the days. But this will be Tampa's chance at redemption from getting swept last year. Okay. And they're going to want it, and they're going to take it by the throat, and they're going to strangle it and win. By a score of? Two to nothing. Vazzy giving a shout-out. All right. I've got Boston winning 5-4. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think since it's the first game back, I think the goalies are going to be a little rusty. But it could very well be a one nothing game, too. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. You it's think going it's going to be a one-goal game, though? It's going to be a 2 nothing game. Win. Actually, right. it's going to be a 3-1 win, actually. All right, let's move on. Washington v. Philadelphia. Ha. Andrew, who you got? Washington, Philadelphia. I have the Washington Capitals. Mm. By a score of? 4-2. to two. I love how you wrote down, written down, wrote down. <laughs> The W before I even said anything. No, no, no. You the way you said it made me think that you were saying Washington is going to win. That's how I heard it. So that's why I wrote it down. If you had said Philly, I would have changed it. Yeah, of course you would have because it wouldn't have been a W. It would have been a P. Uh, I too think Washington's gonna win. I think they're gonna win by a score of six to three. Dang, that's a lot of scoring. All right. I also think Washington's gonna win. I'm gonna say three one again. Just because as a Penguins fan. We can't, in our right mind, have Philadelphia winning. I, d- no. Does anyone else have Philadelphia getting swept? Uh, yeah. yeah. Actually, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yep. Okay. We can only pray. Uh, it's not even like subconsciously. This is like it is subconsciously. I'm just like, yeah, not Washington. Yep, not Washington. No, not Philadelphia. Really. Not yeah, Philadelphia. You can't. You can't. Yeah, if I could have Washington getting swept too, I would. But you can't. I mean, you can. can't. You can have Boston and Tampa sweeping. So. Okay. That's so, true. You could. Um, no, no, no. He, no, you can. Not. Actually, I only have Washington winning over Philly. You can't. So. Yeah, you can't have them because you can't oh, have two teams getting swept. Oh, that's true. Because they play against Okay, each so each uh, Tampa v. Washington. I've got Tampa winning that game four to three. Abby. Tampa versus Washington. You mean versus Philadelphia? No, I got Tampa versus Washington next Tampa. on my oh, list. Oh, okay. That is this one. Okay. I have Washington beating Tampa 4-3. I do. We have the same score. I do have Washington beating Tampa, and they will also be winning 5-3. 5-3. Can I get that last empty netter? Yes, there? sir. Okay, how about Philly v. Boston, Abby? Philly v. Boston. I do believe Boston's going to beat Philly 2-1. to one. That's a shocker, especially since we said Philadelphia was going to get swept. <laughs> but Boston is going to beat Philadelphia by a margin of four, making it a 7-3 game. Dang, you think Boston's going to score that many? On Kata Hot? I, I, think, I think Philly is going to have lots of problems starting back up. In goal. I do not like their goalies at all. I don't like their defense. Do they still have Elliott? At all, yes. And they have Katahat. Katahat. Um I think Boston wins this game 5 nothing. I think Boston wins because they got right. Smart Pot. I think Tuka. Yeah, they got Smart Pot. They got Smart Pot on that pot. I think Tuka Rask gets his ever living butt blistered. Or uh, his, his uh, not Tuka Rask. Katahat. Anyway, never mind. You edit that out. That was stupid. Okay. Hey, uh, I edit finally, everything out you say. We got. Boston versus Washington. Okay, Andrew. let me go first. Let me go first. Let me go first. This is one against three, right? Yes. Yes. I have Washington beating Boston. Whoa. I don't actually, but I did, and then I didn't, and now I do again. Okay. Just because I don't like Boston, I don't want to give mm-hmm. them. By a score? A score of 3-2-2. Three, 3-2. Two, two. Three, two. <gasps> Bro. Whoa. I have Washington winning 3-2. to two. No way. Yeah. What? What a tonk. I actually have Washington sweeping, so... I've got Boston winning 4-3. I have Washington sweeping, too. Interesting. Washington taking that number one seed, number uno seed. Okay. I can only pray that I'm wrong, and Tampa takes You know what that means? Boston falls down to the number three seed for me? Tampa versus uh, Philly. Mm. Tampa, Tampa's winning for both of us because we said Philly. For all stuff. of us, yeah. Give me a score. Yes. I'll give you my score first. I think it's 2-1. to one. Abby? 3-2. to two. Andrew? 19-7. <laughs> Sorry. I'm thinking me playing on rookie mode. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, fun fact, on NHL, I was playing Pittsburgh versus Boston, rookie mode, and it was 30 nothing Pittsburgh. And yeah, you heard me right, 30 nothing. 71 shots on goal. Okay, what is your score? For Crosby game? getting five goals, Tampa nine assists. Tampa versus Philly. Yes, okay, for, but for real, Tampa's beating Philly by a score of 5-2-1. Wow. Okay, You have so. lots of scoring. So Andrew Actually I didn't. I started out pretty uh small. Andrew has Tampa going two and two. Two and one. Or um, yeah, two and one, because it's only three games in it. Uh Washington goes three and oh. Boston goes two and one. Philly Boston, goes oh and three. Two and one. Philly oh and three. So that would put Washington for Andrew, Washington's a one seed. Tampa. Boston's two, Tampa's three. Wait, is Tampa? No, because Tampa beats Boston. No, Boston no, is a higher seed in the. It goes. It goes to the higher seed. Boston. No, it, yeah, the better okay. percentage. 
point percentage, and then Philly would be four. Okay. Abby, you're the same way, right? You have this. Um, no, actually, Andrew had Tampa winning more games than Boston, so Boston is two and one. Yeah, and I have Boston going one and two. Dead. One and two. Oh, Boston's one and two. Yeah, so Boston would be. Two. Okay, I'm sorry. Because you have t- if you have if you have a three and zero team and an zero and three team, you then the other two have, have to be two and one and one and two. Yeah. Science, actually math. <laughs> math. Mess. I, I don't know nothing about that. Give me homeschool boy. Mm-hmm. We can't we can't have dead air done. No, I'm just I'm thinking. We'll cut it out. I'm checking Visco real quick. Heck yeah, you are. Boston. Visco girls. Well, the day oh. and all the Happy night. August. Hmm. No, it's okay. That's right. Microphone. Okay, so Abby, you have Boston going two and one, Washington three and zero, oh. Tampa one and two, and Philly zero oh and three. So you have Washington one, Boston two, Tampa three, Philly four. I have Boston going three and zero. I have Tampa going two and one. Washington one and two, and Philly zero and three. I love the little grandma bubble on the big band. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, all right. So let's go to the let's move to the Western Conference. Moving to the West. I'm not moving to the West. Whoop, whoop, I'm staying whoop. in the East every day. All right. My records for some my records for these teams are exactly the same. I have a three and zero team, an zero and three team, a two and one team, and a one and two team. You'd have to. No, you could. I have guess you could have two two, two, two and ones and yeah. two one and twos. Me too. Actually. I don't know what I don't know what I have. I haven't really looked at it. I have that a close. team. Okay, I will start. Let's start with St. Louis v. Colorado. I have Colorado winning this game. Whoa! Wait. Yeah, I'm a really? big, I'm actually a really big Colorado supporter, and they have a score of two, two, nothing. Whoop. Okay. I also have Colorado winning, but with the score two to one. Oh, I almost went two to one, but I didn't. I, went. I have Colorado winning four to one. Holy crap! Wow. Jinky scoop. Who's gonna score those four? You're always, if you add Mika Rantanen. Landis Mika Rantanen. Mika Rantanen. Mika Rantanen. Rico Manditon. I can't speak. Okay, did you, do, you, do you realize that if you add up my score of 2-0 and oh and Abby's score of 2-1, and one, you get Dad's score of 4-1. and one. Mind blown. That is quick math for y'all. Also, it was written down. I used my calculator. Anyway, <laughs> on to oh Las God. Vegas versus Dallas. Go. I have Vegas winning 2-1. I have Dallas winning 2-0. I have Dallas winning 2-1. Okay. How about Colorado v. Dallas? You put the dash at the wrong spot. You forgot that. Dash. I have oh. Colorado winning in a swamping five to two. Whoa, whoa, mama jama. Against Dallas? Against Andrew? Dallas. I have Colorado also beating Dallas, but a score of three to nothing. I have Colorado beating Dallas three or four to three. Mm. Vegas versus St. Louis. Andrew, I, you go first this time. I will go first. I have St. Louis beating Vegas. Okay. By score. At a score of five Whoa. to two. Fleury going to give up five? Fleury got injured Fleury. in the last game. Therefore, Robin Leonard. That is not surprising, actually. Gotcha. Yeah. I say that St. Louis is going to win one to nothing. All Flower giving in the lone one? Yeah. It's going to be a very fluky goal, too. I got St. Louis winning two to one. Yeah. 
So far, we've all been the same except for the Dallas-Vegas game. Okay, St. Louis v. Dallas. I will go first. I think St. Louis wins this game 4-2. Really? That's what I said. I didn't okay. stutter. Calm down. Go. I think St. Louis is going to win 3-1. I think Dallas is going to win. Seriously? Seriously. I love Dallas, but I I think Dallas end. is going to win with a score of 3-2-2. Vegas beat Colorado. Colorado one to nothing. Colorado one to nothing. I got Colorado also. One to nothing. I got five to two. Oh, <laughs> you're afraid. I thought it was like the exact same thing, but it wasn't. I think they're gonna light up Vegas, but that's just me. Okay, so let's see. I, I, I can lights. give you mine. I wrote down my wins losses. So I have St. Louis going one and two. They will be the number three seed. I have Colorado going three and zero. Oh. They'll be the number one seed. I have Las Vegas going zero oh and three. They'll be number four. And Dallas two and one, taking that number two seed away from Colorado because Colorado went up. St. Louis and Vegas fell. Okay. I did the. Abby, what do you got? Anyways, uh, Colorado three and zero. Oh. St. Louis two and one. Dallas one and two. And Vegas 0-3. Which kills me, because I love Flower. Yikes, yeah. But I don't think the rest of his team is very good. I, I don't think... I think Vegas will go through a slump in the playoffs this year. They lost More last game. year to the Sharks in a game that should have been Vegas's. That was trash. Mm -hmm. the, the fact that they lost that game was trash. They should never I've, have been in that situation. I saw a meme. Never mind. It's inappropriate. We won't say it. It's rude to blind people. A.K.A. Helen Keller. It's like, what's the same between Helen Keller and the ref? What's the same? Yeah. I don't know. They're both blind and deaf. But not mute. Exactly. Um, Except I love Wes McCauley, but Wes McCauley was not refing that game. so. That's why, That's why they got, got hosed. Okay, so I, here's, here's what I have. I have Dallas going 0-3, coming in at 4 seed. I have Vegas going one and two, coming in at the three seed. St. Louis in the number two seed at two and one, and Colorado three and zero. Oh. But these these games are kind of unconsequential, except for like who you end up playing in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So like it's not like there's going to be a lot of pressure. So I feel like these teams probably aren't going to play as hard, you know? Like they're gonna they're gonna prepare themselves, but I don't think they're gonna get gritty. But I think you also have. I think you could be wrong with some of these rivalries. You have, but you That's have, in the West, but East. you, but you have, um, it's true. It technically won't be home ice advantage because there won't be fans in the stands. At least there probably won't be. Right. So that's not net really an issue. But I think having that last change for the coaches being able to put their personnel on the ice mm -hmm. last as the home team. If you're the higher seed, you have the home team. Advantage in games one, two, uh, five, and seven. Not to mention getting to wear uh, your dope home jerseys. That's true. Because let's be honest, home jerseys are hands down better than the away jerseys most of the time. Most of the time. Majority of the time. Okay, so there you have it. That is our uh, third segment. We will be right back with our fourth segment in just a moment. Welcome back. To the final segment. Dad, go. <laughs> that sounded disgusting. All right, we'll do redo that. 
Welcome back to the final segment. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So in this segment, we want to talk about what our fondest memory is of the regular season. So. <laughs> Easterners? I just spelled that all wrong. Easter urn. Easter urn. Easter urn. It's like when you get cremated on Easter. Easter. Yes, that's Easter, Easter urn. Okay, so we want to talk about our fondest memories of the regular season. Um, Andrew, why don't you start us no, off? No, let's not have Andrew start because Andrew doesn't know his fondest memory. Abby, go. I know mine. All I right. Bet, I bet it's a lot of people's fondest memory, but mine is only because I couldn't think of like something interesting from a game. I couldn't remember. It's been so long, and I, like I said before, my memory is trash. But I think a lot of people just their heart melted when they saw baby Alex, baby Dumo, little baby Latang going to the All-Star game. Baby Dumo wasn't at the All-Star game, was he? At the All-Star game. <laughs> She's talking about the babies yes. that were born this year. They're all adorable. Alex Latang wasn't born this year. He's like five years old. He's adorable, though. Continue. They're all cute. Anyways, baby Latang. Um, no, hang on. Cut. Edit it out. What am I trying to say? His name's Alex. That's Alex. his name. Little Alex Latang at the All-Star Game. I saw a video that the Pens posted of him interviewing Jari. And I literally thought it was the sweetest thing ever. And then, like, there was the video of him on the plane with Chris. And I'm just like, that's adorable. He's like, Do you th we're really high up or whatever, Daddy. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're so cute. Anyways, but that was, like, probably my favorite moment from the regular season. Even though it probably is very um, generic. But baby Latang is adorable. And so, yes. His okay. interview with Jari. Baby, or uh, Alex Latang's Jari interview was your favorite yes. moment of the year so far. So uh, you, can find, you can find a video of that and put it on the website and mm -hmm. people can see that. Um, what the devil are you doing? Watch your mouth. That... No one needs to see it. We're okay. on air. We're not on the air. We're, we're not on air. We're recording. Let the record I'm on be shown chair. that Dwight Schrute is now running around naked in the office holding a knife to Stanley's neck. Plastic knife. No less. Okay. Um, my fondest moment of the regular season happened in a game up in Boston when the Penguins were killing a penalty. And uh, as soon as the penalty expired, pass came up off the boards and went right to John Marino. Yeah. And he raced in on who was he? Who was uh, it? Wasn't Yaroslav Halak. That's it. He he came in on Yaroslav Yaroslav Halak. My favorite goaltending name. That is a that is ever. a crazy name. Yaroslav. Anyway, uh, he is came he a in. Is he a Slav? Because his name That's says you're a Slav. That's not something we need to know. Is he a Slav? Are he, you a Slav? Is he from... Is okay, he, sh he, that, is go. He Slavic? That's the question. Anyways, cut that out. Sorry. Obviously, he's Slavic with a name like you're a Slav. Anywho. <laughs> I was just funny. You're a Slav Halak. I, I didn't know that was his name. You're a Slav Halak. Continue. Halak, you're a Slav. So he comes in, he gets the pass, he comes in and scores his first ever NHL goal. 
I thought that was a great moment to see his family being there and just their reaction to that. I love it when guys get their first NHL goals. I, that really makes me happy to see that and because I'll that'll never happen for me and it's just something that I think is is really really cool so um yeah John Marino's first ever goal in first of many actually this year I think he wound up with how many did he wind up with like eight yeah something like that yeah and uh so yeah uh excellent excellent season for him and just a great moment when he got that first one especially in his hometown, in front of his family. It's a shame the Penguins couldn't salvage the victory for him. It is. It is a shame, but that was my that was one of my favorite. All right, I have one now. It's not really a moment, but it was just funny, and I laughed a lot. Okay. So our first two games back from the Christmas break, we had a home and home against Nashville back to back, and yeah. in both games Nashville decided we're going to start Pecorine. In both, no. No, Soros started the second game. Okay, well, either way, in those two games, we outscored Nashville 11-6, to and in both games, their starting goaltender got pulled and the other one got put in. I'm done. I don't need to say anymore. <laughs> I hate Nashville. I love Pittsburgh. The fact that we could kill their goalies is just music to my eyes. That's, <laughs> that's my fondest memory uh, is, is destroying Nashville. Uh, yes, we, we broke Rene and we broke Soros. Yes. Sorry, not sorry. Well, I don't think Soros would have been as broken if he didn't have to play for Rene in that's, the last game. That, that's probably true. That's probably true. All right, good. I Another another moment that I thought was really good, if I can just give like a runner-up, um, was Sid, Sid's comeback game when he came back uh, against Min, uh, Minnesota. In that game where he had that, yeah, like two assists. He had that insane pass off the back of the goal to himself, and then out front to was it Simone who got the goal? So I thought that was really awesome. Another one is Zucker's two goal game against Montreal. That was awesome too. Um, When he first came, it's his second. How how about how about Malkin all year? I mean, you can make a case for that as as a great. It's not really a moment. Junior hockey team retiring his number. That was a great moment, too. That was a great moment, too. Yeah. So a lot of great moments this year. Hey, tell us what your favorite moment of the regular season was. Uh, Send us an email. At penguinstuffofficial at gmail.com. And you can... follow us on Instagram at Facebook at... Penguinstuffofficial. There you go. I got it right this time. She got it. Or check out our uh, webpage, blog, at penguinstuffofficial.home.blog and check us out. And we will have, we'll try and have some of our favorite uh, season moments, videos of those up there if we can figure out how to do it. Yes. If you can figure out how to do it. Actually, that's Abby's job. All right. So thanks for joining us. It's been a great podcast. Uh, We'll be back probably in a couple weeks to give you more updates on what's going on with the team where we are as far as playoffs are concerned and when that's all going to happen. We are going to be, uh, just a program note, we are going to try and do at least one podcast week once the playoffs starts, maybe two, maybe three, depending on how many games the Penguins play. Or we'll just jump on Instagram and do a live there real quick. Whatever, just uh, we'll, we'll keep you posted. We'll um, share things on Facebook and so that you can be updated on our 
podcasts, our live events, those types of things. So just check it out. We will see you then. For Andrew and Abby, this is Jim. Thanks for joining us on Penguin Stuff. See you later. Bye. Adios. <laughs>